Hello and welcome to another episode of the Manam Podcast. My name is Becca Schoenborn, joined by my lovely, wonderful, excellent co-host, <laughs> Dustin DePue. Are you doing this because I do this to Yeah. You? Is that what's happening? No? Had to. Okay, I'll take I was it. thinking about it the other day. I was like, one of these times I'm going to just pull one of your own intros on well, you. I appreciate you. You've made my day. You're welcome. See, That's see, what I'm here for. See what a tiny bit of nice... Of nice verbiage. Can I know. Do I thought it day. would be a nice change of face to start out by being nice to you rather than us just yelling at each other. Like we I, pre- I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, so what's been up? Anything fun? Um. Well, yeah, I just got back from vacation. Yeah. How was, was that? Great. Yeah, long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> long time in a car, as yes, we were saying off driving. microphone. That's okay. Anything to go to the mountains. Yeah. Um, so yeah, great. Uh, I don't know what else is new. I went to, oh, I th- feel like I should update the listeners and tell them that I finally attended a metal show. You did. You and did. I've been telling everybody about it because it was the weirdest experience of my life. It was. In a good way. Yeah. I mean that in the nicest way. Well, like, it, was also it, was... The, it was also at the Mabel Tainer, which is ridiculous yeah. that we did that. It and was so cool. Yeah. See, there you go. I'm glad. Just tell everyone. Tell everyone. Yeah. As somebody metal who... shows and want to do them at the Mabel Tainer. Oh my gosh. As somebody who, first of all, doesn't listen to metal music, the only exposure I have ever had to metal music is whatever Dustin tells me. Or whatever Dustin used to listen to in his office whenever I came to uh, come to the downtown office and you were blasting some sort of death metal from yep. your record player. Yep. <laughs> like, That's hold, what I do. Hold on, let me pause this for a second. Well, and the Mabel Tainer show is wild. It the, was. The fact that we did that at the Mabel, this historic theater, and we played like extreme metal there. All the bands were super into it. They loved every minute of it. They couldn't believe why they were playing in a venue like that. And they actually like really liked it. Like they said, they're, they're like, this should be a thing. They're like, this is a cool place for this. I thought Even so with too. the seats, which is not a metal thing. Okay, that's what everybody kept talking about, how uh, funny it was that there was seats. Just like people watch, uh, I can't remember, somebody said, I think it was Justin. Yeah. Or uh, your friend Justin uh, said something about like, it's. I've never sat down at a metal show. I don't know that's weird. I'm not going to, I can't. Yeah, I couldn't either. Like, that's I why I had to stand in the back. I'm like, back. I can't sit in a chair. That's odd. It's like, but no, no. the older crowd loved it. Because older, the older folks, they, they just get so sick of not sitting. Mm-hmm. So there was a bunch of Same. people sitting, but there's enough place, there's enough space in the front of the pit for people to like, you know, hang out and stand and stuff. So There were so many funny things that I just found myself giggling about during the, just during the whole show. First of all, since you need to have a covered drink at Mabel Tainter, something about like an iced coffee cup full of beer was very hilarious <laughs> was to very me funny. like bringing my little like sippy cup of beer with me upstairs was iconic loved it but also a little mini mosh pit at the front at the front <laughs> of the table i know it was killing me the whole time i was like this is the weirdest thing i've ever seen i know it's so wild in a good way i know but what i've said about it to a couple other people is that it's as confusing and hilarious as it was that there was a metal show at our lovely Mabel Tainer Theater, it was oddly fitting. Yeah. Because it, I have learned metal is very theatric. Like, there's a lot of theatrics and, like, perfor- I mean, I knew there was performance, obviously. It's a stage show. But it was a lot more, like, costumey and 
I don't know than I was <laughs> expecting, I guess. I was mentally prepared for like a concert and it was much more of like a show. Yeah. Yeah, and so I, I found it weirdly fitting. Yeah, I intentionally booked a couple bands that were very theatrical in a way too, because again, I knew I was at the Mabel Tainer, and maybe this is the only time I'm ever going to be able to do it. So right. I was like going for it, but yeah, it was. No, we had like a hundred people there. I was surprised at how many people showed up, and yeah, they. I know. I I also don't think very many metal shows have like twelve dollar like nice cocktail drinks, right? Which is odd, <laughs> also. So usually it's crappy beer and uh, Jack and Coke. So it was yeah. cool. Hilarious. Well, I'm glad you've been singing so, yeah. the phrases. I appreciate Good job. it. Good Thanks. Proud of you. Thanks. It's a pretty cool thing that you're doing. I know. Maybe Thank there will you. be more in the future. That's what I'm hoping for. We'll find out. We'll see just... if the Mabel Tainer lets me back. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone was very nice, like you said. So. Well, by the time this drops, uh, my next show is August 12th, which nobody listening to this cares. But that's our big show at Zymergy. We have 10 oh, yeah. bands from around the country coming, so I'm excited. Cool. Also very cool artwork on the poster this year. Yes, cool artwork. Yep. Cool. Aaron Link does it. Really? Does I didn't our, know that. She does our artwork oh, for our Zymergy Fest posters. Of She's done last she like does. three years of them. I She's know. amazing. She is. So it's pretty cool. One of the coolest people I've ever met. She is. She's awesome. Well, you could segue to that. You could segue to I don't have guest. a good segue today. Every once in a while I can come up with a good one, but today it's just just going for just it just going for it um we are joined by mr michael west aka westy is probably how you know him from markport here in town hello 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 how's miss becca mr destin today hanging in there yeah, yeah we're nice. great how are you i'm fabulous it's been a monday morning already I actually know. so yeah you smoked your face on your chair this morning i did i did uh i was uh anticipating this uh, amazing uh show this morning and uh super nervous and uh yeah getting ready and uh yeah sure did uh bump my forehead we'll call it <laughs> yeah i know you uh you know I, you don't need to be nervous for this musty you are on microphone right. now it's yeah. not a big deal we don't we don't Truly. We're not that big. We're not. We're not that scary. You are not. No. No. no it's good. It's good. That's good. So. Uh, so how? Like how are you in general? And how's everything going? Fabulous. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm great. I'm great. Uh, things are good. I've uh, been uh, utilizing my summer to the best of uh, its abilities. Uh, but now I was just thinking and telling my coworker the other day, like we're after the Fourth of July, so now it's like the downhill downhill swing of uh you know the summer. So great. Well. Pack it all in. Well, that's, de- that's depressing so yeah thanks way to bring it down that summer's almost over and uh, yeah. then winter starts and ready for those fall colors coming up in a couple of months here so but don't say that yet yeah, i'm actually heading up to the boundary waters here in a couple of weeks so i'm looking to get off the grid for uh, i was just gonna ask days. since we always talk about our summer every summer on this that's what you're doing yeah in the summer. that's okay. what i'm doing a couple of weeks from now i'm heading up there for about four or five days and off the grid yeah do you do like a canoe trip oh well this will be a kayaking trip so i'll bring up my kayaks this time and so a little different uh adventure because you can't pack as much as you would want to Mm -hmm. um with your kayaks as you would in a canoe but we'll see and even in even a canoe you're packing only the like essentials when you're going necessities for the most part and so i mean you're really living a to the finest uh, out there with nothing um essentially i mean mm-hmm. so but it'll be fun looking forward to it yeah that's pretty cool that's so not that, a trip so that i've mean, ever done no i know a lot of people that go up there and it was horrible oh i so. love to kayak but the boundary waters is not something well, i've it tried depends. i mean uh, if you're doing a bunch of portages because i mean uh, depending on uh, if you got a portage to a bunch of different areas there could be some obstacles one of my first times up there 
first two hours into it, I fell into the river with the canoe and all my gear and spent three days trying to dry my clothes and everything. So this time it'll be a much more advanced adventure. Sure, sure. Prepared for sure. So, so do you have it mapped out at all? Do you kind of know what you're doing or you just kind of pick a pick it? Well, uh, this time, the first, uh, so we're not actually, uh, actually have a designated campsite that we'll be uh, at. So it'll be nice. But uh, yes, we've got a couple different uh, areas. We'll, we'll start up at one top of the uh, river and then kind of canoe down and or kayak down and get down to where we need to go. Sure. Hopefully without any inclement weather or any obstacles. So. Sure. Catching some fish. That's my goal. Cool. I like yeah. it. That's a good summer. That's that's nice. That's how you take in summer. In yeah. yeah. Truly. The Northwoods. The Northwoods, mm-hmm. I know. My favorite. Right. That sounded very sarcastic, but I actually do really love the yeah. Northwoods. I know. <laughs> Same. There's like something about looking out in nature that really uh, soothes and calms the soul. For right. Sure. Exactly. Well, and just yes. having the ability to shut off, which is nice once in a while. Absolutely. I love going to places where you're forced to like disconnect from yes. reality too like where there is no service you yep. could you couldn't even use your phone if you wanted to yeah. like some, I, go, I love going places like i know that. i go it's to a metal fest every year in september and we don't have service for like five days while we're camping and it's awesome awesome it's just the greatest thing like you forget like after the first day you're like oh. separate yourself from uh, everything yeah, you so. don't even think about it because it's just so nice to just get away yeah oh my gosh you just mm-hmm. emerge back <laughs> yeah, I know. Last I like, year, I think you snapped uh, me on the way back or something. Yeah, I'm just like I'm, I'm alive. still going, yeah. still going. The only thing about <laughs> it is our I... trip's always the weekend of, of uh, football kickoff too. Sure. So like we 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 get down and Thursday night football happens, so we never know what happens, and then we try to like to ask somebody who does know. We're like, who won the game? And then we get up and go, and like it's Sunday morning, and then we're like getting our fantasy teams ready because we haven't checked for like you know five days. And we're like, all right, we gotta get ready for the day because it's opener, and we got all the games going today. So yeah, that's can't always... start out on a bad. Yeah, foot. can't start can't out. Lose we got first week. We got to know what's going on. <laughs> what has happened in the first five days? So, Set yeah. the tone for the whole fantasy football season. Exactly. So yeah, so you need to get away because you're a busy man. Yeah, busy. Yeah. So what? Uh, so Mark Hort's new to Menominee. They are. So how did all that come about? I guess. Well, Mark Hort uh, bought the, actually the old uh, Trail Dodge uh, dealership uh, here in town, uh, and somewhere in about 2017, 2018, and uh, we're actually in our new facility now for just over two years. So um, it was a little bit of a time coming, uh, you know, going through some stages to get the new new sites and everything ready and prepped for the building and then of course the pandemic came and that kind of held up everything a little bit but uh it's been amazing being into the new facility i mean it's uh it's a almost a spitting image of uh, our toyota store over in chippewa uh, 53 there so the same builders and designers did our store there um but other than that uh i mean just having fleet farm right off the exit uh, 41 right there on 94 and right down the road from quick trip has brought a lot of other you know publicity and showing to the to the dealership so it's been great how long have you worked there did I've you been work with... at a different one prior to this one? so i've been in the automotive industry going on 20 years uh, i started out detailing cars oh cool and i uh, spent a good majority of my career detailing cars and then kind of worked my way up through parts and service and a few other aspects and then uh, actually had my shot of selling cars here uh, about going on eight nine years ago and so just a simple question to a manager and a boss at that time was uh, led me into a sales position. And so that really uh, worked wonders. And so I've been at Mark Hort for going on four years. Okay. 
And so with that, uh, they've allowed me to do a lot of other things. Uh, they really put me in front of the community and uh, asked me to be an ambassador on the chamber for them. And so that really opened up a whole lot of other opportunities and connections and uh, building relationships. So that was very key and uh, it's been nothing but great. And uh, as of lately, I just uh, recently graduated leadership in Omni. So that was a great uh, program to uh, be involved in. And uh, that was awesome. I learned a lot of things that I maybe didn't know about the area or the community. So mm -hmm. with that, uh, it's been great. I love my job. Uh, I love meeting new people and I love just connecting and uh, making experiences. So sure. Yeah. Leadership's good. I went through leadership. You went through leadership? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You yeah. Did. Long yeah. Time. Early. Yeah. Long time. You were ago. like really little. You were a little, little. You were a little Becca going through that because I went five years ago and you'd already went through, didn't you? I think so. Yeah. I want to say that I went through in maybe 2016 or 2017. Sure. Yeah. I think I was 2018 or 2019. Somewhere but yeah, it was matter. early in my career and I definitely was like, it, I was I was in my early 20s and I was like the youngest person in my group by sure. a lot. Sure. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here either, you guys. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's but I really liked it's a good it. Thing not not being does. from here, it was cool to learn about, I don't know, the community in a different way and the business community, especially. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, I grew up in St. Paul. So I grew up in the big city, inner city, multi diverse. I mean, and I mean, I was considered probably the minority in the area that I grew up in. And uh, it was just coming to a moving to a small community such as Menominee back then. I mean, and after all these years, not knowing about some of the other businesses and what really makes that community thrive has uh, been was great. So mm -hmm. I've learned a lot. So. Yeah. And just like not. I mean, you only see specific industries based on where you work I, right? or who Absolutely. you know. So I thought it was cool to like see a bunch of different industries that I will probably never work in, but it was cool to kind of see how they work and are interconnected to each other and the community and I don't know. Absolutely. And that's uh, that was key. And so that was very eye opening to me. So, yeah. and with that came uh, a lot of great things. I mean, since, uh, being at the dealership now over the last couple of years, I mean, we we hold the Humane Society and microchipping event. Uh, mm -hmm. We're going on our fourth one now. I mean, that's been a great addition. Miss Lisa out there at the Humane Society is awesome. Um, this year, I mean, uh, coming up in October, we'll have our second uh, trunk or treat. So oh, yeah. it will be a, an amazing uh, opportunity again. So we're really looking forward to that. So make sure that uh, you get your businesses uh, hooked up with that. So there'll be some information coming out soon. So that'll be good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, that's a that's you a new, well, sorry. You came to that one. Trunk or treat? Yeah, yeah, I brought my kid last year. Yeah, he was came. into it. There was a lot of people there. Yeah, oh, I mean, uh, I mean, it helped. It, it was packed. It helped. It it rained too. So it that was rained. Even, that's probably a good thing. We had they, the they counted inside. just the uh, the children alone, and I think there was almost seven hundred kids. That oh, came easily. Through. It, it was in that four. I mean, it was three and a half four hours that it was on, and I mean, you double that with all the parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles. I mean, one of my personal guests came over from Thorpe. I mean, so we had people that oh. were coming from even outside the area to it. I mean, it was a huge, a huge event and we're hoping to make it even bigger this year. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know. It's good to see Mark where like that comes into town and then just like immediately like starts to do a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Like, like I think that's, it, it's, it's still surprising again, Beck and I've talked about this on here is that we, you know, when you see people coming to town and you don't like, it's still big, but it's still a small, small town. And it's amazing what, Little things like that can go a long way with just people knowing and caring more about your business because of something like that. Absolutely. And not saying car dealerships have a stigma against them, 
but a car dealership doing some good for the community once in a while is probably not the worst thing to do. Well, I mean, that's just kind of the history of Marquardt's. I mean, uh, they've been huge in the Chippewa Valley forever. I mean, uh, they have the Boys and Girls Club in Eau Claire that's named after Lee and Mary Marquardt's. I mean, they they just donated a van to the Boys and Girls Club here in town uh, through the Marquardt's uh, organization. So, I mean, they just do amazing things. And now just being an extension here in Menominee has really shown that and really grown that too as well. So they really give back and they believe in giving back. So, um there's a reason why, if you look at the, all the dealerships that we have, the few, and uh, I mean, they have longevity. I mean, the people that work for them uh, stay there forever and for a long time. I mean, it's a career; it's not just a, mm-hmm. you know, a job. So, yeah. I was um, gonna say, and they believe in their they believe in their people too. I mean, that's one thing that they really made me yeah. feel good is they believed in me and they asked yeah. me to do something, and it's just been forthcoming and very worthwhile. So, yeah. How did you, what made you move to Menominee? Was it work or did you come here before that? Well, actually work, I did. I transferred from a dealership out of New Richmond. So after high school, I graduated and I moved immediately over to Wisconsin with some friends that moved out of the cities too. And so I was actually in construction before I got this position. And unfortunately, I fell off a roof and uh, injured myself pretty bad and uh, blew up my left leg. And Immediately, uh, the doctor said, can't do uh, construction no more. So it kind of led me into another position, which then led me into this position. So I actually was in New Richmond and got transferred over here to uh, to a dealership. So and that's where it all started. My daughter was born here in 05. And so that's when I started. Interesting. And now you're sticking around Menominee now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because you're all invested now. I am fully vested. So uh, I'm here. I'm here to stay and uh, I'm here to uh, make good things happen. So, yeah. Well, I get it. Like, I, I think I've bought my last four cars from Marquardt and the Lake Alley one. Sure. Yeah. And you're right. I think I've bought them all from the same person. Every time I go to shoot him an email that I'm in the car market, I just assume that he won't be there anymore. And as of uh, last time, last time, probably a year ago, he's still there. Sure. Oh, but yeah. every year I shoot the email, I'm like, I'm going to get a kickback that says, like, oh, hey, this is Bill. Just so you know, Corey doesn't work here anymore. Right, right, right. 15 years ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a younger guy, too. Like, so I was just like, but every time I'm like, ah, he, he isn't, I don't know. I haven't talked to him in two years because I haven't bought a car because it's not a thing I buy every, you know, right. it's four not a seconds. regular purchase. But yeah, it's just every time I just wait for like the, oh, he's not here anymore. Then I have to go like, oh, dang. It makes a huge difference having a good, like, salesperson, though. Like, oh, we, yeah. I know we still contact the person we brought, bought our Outback from at Chilson because it's nice to just have a contact who can answer your questions yeah. easily. Absolutely. And, like, and it, it makes it uh, feel more comfortable when you exactly. go in instead of having this uh, other kind of experience or going through a new uh, meet and greet and all that. So, yeah. Right. I was going to say for and my having car. having to do the whole like, well, I don't, I'm not going to buy something today. And then there's like that whole awkward exchange awkward with exchange. new people. Yeah. Or just like, I'm, yeah. I'm literally just here to drive through your parking lot. Yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah. Most of my guests are 9, 30 to 90 day buyers. It starts with a meet mm-hmm. and greet, starts with a, you know, a, a fit and a feel, finding the right vehicle, you know, not forcing somebody into something and giving them options and sure. finding the right vehicle for them. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's very key. Yeah, that's always the thing. I think it's hard for people. I, I, I love that. Like, I've always my sister has done it for years. She's a pro at like being like, OK, just to walk in places just to try cars out. She has no interest. She's she's like, yeah, at some point she's like. I'll buy something, but I don't mind coming in here and talking to somebody and driving a few cars and then leaving. Yeah. Hey. And I'm like, that's, that is, 
you, you know, I don't care enough, but like, I'm not, I'm not that person. I have done it before. I have test drove cars, but it oh. was one that I was like, okay, I'm just really curious about this because I think I would want to buy one someday. And now that was 10 years ago and I still want to buy that. How, how would you even know if uh, you wanted to buy it if you didn't test drive exactly. it? Exactly. Well, right. yeah. You got you to gotta be able to get out there and see what these new options, because right now cars are becoming so much more advanced that uh, there's so many options that. I got guests that come in now that bought a vehicle three years ago and still don't know how to use the options and features on the vehicle that they currently have. Moving into a new one with more features is, sure. I mean, it's... Is that a common thing that you see? Do people, are, are, are there people who regularly upgrade their vehicles like that every couple of years? Oh, I'm yeah. like in the oh, complete yeah. Oh, yeah. opposite market. So oh, I'm like, I know. I, I used to work with like a... my muffler literally fell off my car. <laughs> okay. I have had, I have a very old Camry and I was hoping to get a new one this year, but you know, yeah, I student paid my... loan payments came back. Yeah, I paid my stoked. car off, which is still the greatest feeling ever. I get why people, but again, I also like, I remember telling, I remember cause I, you know, like everybody at this table, we all drove shitty cars for a while still still or still my my car now is shitty it wasn't when i bought it like seven years ago but like i remember Same. when i finally I bought the car i thought it was fast. like the greatest thing ever when people were always like complaining about car payments i'm like i'll pay a car payment all the time if my car you know runs well and gets me places right and isn't <laughs> crappy where my last car i owe every day was a crap shoot i was like at least now I'm like this is totally worth 300 bucks a month for right. me to know i can get somewhere right but we only going... have one car payment so and that's very nice to not have to have two sure. payments but like when we when we bought that car i remember that exact feeling i was like oh my god one of our vehicles can is just reliable all the time yeah like we it's worth having a car payment to know that i can drive to yeah. there. but going back to the the one point I'll just point out, I'll never forget it. I used to have one at my very first job was at the Wendy's on the north side of town for years. And my GM there, uh, she was like a mid sixties lady. And every year she traded her car without fail. Every summer she had a new car. She would have either a truck and she would just switch. She's like, this is what I do. She goes, I love it. She goes every, every year, not without fail, a new type of vehicle. And she never was the same. It was a car to an SUV to a big truck, and every summer she would just switch Honestly, the car. I, I got the plenty means, of guests I'm that uh, change out cars every every year. I got yeah. guests that uh, will keep their car for as long as they can see and run it till the wheels fall off or Flintstone it out. So yeah. <laughs> so what is that? So so yeah, truly, that's where I'm going. That's currently where I. Am. That's true. That's where I'm. I mean, into. once you start seeing the floorboard and the holes through it, and uh, you can almost uh, guarantee uh, you're going to be Flintstone in here yeah. soon. So. Yeah. Right. I'm in the oh, there's a new rattle. I guess I just have to listen to my music even louder. Louder, turn it up. of looking under my car this weekend, and I was like, oh, that's what the rattle is. Yep. It's my whole muffler dangling off my yeah. car again. I mean, you didn't see the sparks coming out the back the rearview mirror. Like that's none of my business. What's happening under there? Like, oh, not so, for me to know. So what's the so like because we're on that, and this is probably a good question. So like, what's the benefit of that? Is it is there like a benefit other than just getting a different car if like say every year I just switched my car? Like and that's what I want. Is it is it just that gratif like gratification? Well, a lot of it may other? I mean, a lot of it uh, could be somebody wants a new color, somebody wants a new safety feature, a new technology feature, because all these features are advancing every year. Things are coming out uh, with more technology than ever. And so people like that. I mean, if you have a family or you have certain aspects and you're business minded and certain things. I mean, you may want something with Wi-Fi. You may want something with some more technology. I mean, now you have Alexa. I mean, you can almost uh, turn on the kitchen lights and 
do anything you want to. I mean, if you have Alexa, I mean, most of these vehicles, plus safety features. I mean, there's so many, so many safety features that are advanced from previous years. I mean, now you have blind spot awareness, lane keep assist, forward collision. I mean, all the airbags, multi-stage. I mean, five years ago, I mean, you may not have had those features, of course, but uh, I've had more people come back and get vehicles because of safety features. Okay. Um, you know, major accidents and walked away and come back and got the same vehicle because of the safety features yeah. and how safe they felt. <laughs> did you look at me because I... No, I didn't. I didn't know, I I didn't say, I didn't no, know I... if you knew that. Oh, oh is that what that's you That's why I have another Camry, yeah. I got oh. in a really, really bad car accident a few, probably six or seven years ago, and... I didn't, I didn't realize until recently that like my mom, my mom said it and she was like, yeah, I always say that Camry saved your life. And I never thought about it until I heard my mom say it. And I was like, you're right. I, I got very lucky that I didn't, that I got, could just get out of my car. Sure. I wasn't injured at all other than whiplash, which that's pretty normal. But now I have, I've had a couple different older Camrys and now I'm like, maybe I'll just stay in the Toyota family forever because they seem to be very Obviously, they saved me my life one time. Yeah. And now I still drive the same type of car. Sure. Different kind, but same thing happened to you or what? I just, well, I just, no, not really. I didn't get in that big of a car accident, but just bought the same car, though, because hmm. I like it. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. Some of it may come down to, I mean, if you're making a payment on a vehicle, too, I mean, if you can get into a newer vehicle and keep your payment relatively the same, I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah. Thing. I mean, everybody has a car payment for the most part, unless... You don't, and you run your vehicle forever. I mean, everybody essentially has a car payment, so if you're going to make a car payment and you can get yourself into something newer, more safe, uh, different technology, I mean, why wouldn't you? Right. Well, because that's kind of the cycle, right? Because, like, if right. your trade-in value is still high because you've only driven a car. Yeah, like, I, I never thought of that until I, it was, like, a year ago I got my new phone, you know, and phones are practically, like, cars at this point. And that's what he said. He goes, what you should do, he's like, is you should come in in about eight months trade your phone and you get the new one he goes your trade-in value will be so high he's like you'll get the new phone and your payment will be so low on that phone because sure. you're it's same literally car he's like you could get the next upgrade he's like you should and he's like and he told me he's like you should do this every eight months he's like if you always want the new cell phone he's like as long as you don't crack your phone or anything he's like retrade it in and you'll get the 13 phone for probably like 500 bucks and then you know pay it off and then never pay it off and just trade it keep going and going until you I mean, keep the payments, yeah. And I mean, your insurance may go down. So, depending on your age of your vehicle and how many safety features and things of that nature mm-hmm. are in the vehicle, I mean, your your insurance may go down. You may have a different kind of deductible set up too. So, sure. I mean, the more advanced, the more that. safe the vehicle. I mean, then the less liability the insurance company, you know, maybe has to take and could get a cheaper, you know, overall payment. So. Mm-hmm. Fun stuff. Yeah, it's uh, more expensive to insure my twenty-some-year-old vehicle. Oh, I'm sure it, is it probably to is. Insure our newer one, and I just have liability on my car. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that put it into perspective for me. Was the insurance when we bought a newer vehicle? I was like, oh. Yeah, my yeah. car just hit the ten-year mark, and my insurance went up because I think because it's ten years old. Sure. Yeah. Mine turned twenty-three this year. That's Good insane. For it. Good for that car. It's still kicking. Well, you might have to talk to Westy soon. Cause... Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> I encourage anybody to stop into Marquardt and uh, ask for Westy. And uh, you know, <laughs> at least if it's just going for a test drive and uh, just to see if something fits. I mean, there's many different uh, aspects to the person's next vehicle. So, 
family safety performance and yeah. we have it all and i'm here to give a great experience so yeah for for listeners who maybe have not gotten to purchase a vehicle from a dealership and this would be their first time what do what is important for them to know when going into the situation well have an open mind i mean uh i think uh in my position we have this car salesmen have this bad stigma and you know we're just here to force people into things or make a bad decision or you know we're always it's always up to us i mean i'm a, I'm a salaried employee I, it's not a commission based in, in a situation i mean i'm here to make sure that you get a great experience and to come in with an open mind i mean uh, it's not a it's not a terrifying situation you don't have to be scared i mean don't be anxious to come in and just have fun with it i mean the vehicle the next vehicle you get is something that you want so let's let's make it a good experience and don't uh don't have uh don't have any animosity towards it uh come in and have fun yeah just make sure that i was uh, the w- one thing i learned when i really shot for my car was the the places that the, the that's when i really like liked marquardt was when i uh you know i told them you know budget and all the ideas and marquardt stuck in that and I've that I've always said that, and this isn't just plugging it's a big Marquardt. deal. No, that's but, a but big deal. we went. I went to two or three places prior, and they did not. And like I remember, the first car was so far out of my budget, and I was just like, "Why the hell are you bringing me this car?" Like it kind of was like a little frustrating. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like "Great, I'm not going to buy this car." And on six thousand dollars over what I'm going to spend. Now I just got to see all the features that I don't get to. I, I actually and wasn't mad even, about. Yeah, it. when I when I drove it, I was like, I'm not even really thrilled that they put me in this car. Oh, they did the old champagne on a beer budget yeah, uh, routine. Yeah. yeah. You want to know what happened? I'll tell you the one thing is they didn't listen. Right. You got to listen to your guests. You got to listen to what their wants are. I mean, you got to be. You got to be intuitive and to know and uh, hear because. Uh, that's the one thing that uh, sets me maybe apart from some other people is, you know, the fact that I listen, you know, I, I listen to the story. I mean, everybody has a story and whether somebody's in there to buy a budget vehicle or somebody's there to buy a hundred thousand dollar vehicle to them, that's a new vehicle. And to listen to what they want and not to force them or put them into something that uh, they have no, you know, affordability or budget to attain. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, one more question about just cars in general. Like what's the, like right now, what do you see like is like the what's like the hot thing right now that people are like wanting? Not maybe not car wise, but it could be just feature wise or or like what's upgrading so fast that people are into? Well, a lot of it is uh, those safety features that I talked about before. But, uh, you know, I mean, now these vehicles are becoming autonomous driving. So yeah. Bluetooth, the connectivity, I mean, those things. But SUVs, something that sits up a little bit higher has been very popular over the last SUVs. few years. I've been keeping my eye out on pre-owned SUVs. They are hard to find right now. Oh, I don't know if it's just the season or what, or if everybody just all, all of a sudden wants SUVs, like you said. Yeah, but there are people. I, I think uh, people are getting to the realization that uh, crawling up out of a car and uh, diving down into a car is becoming work. And so something that you can slide in and out of, something that gets good gas mileage, something that's four by four, all wheel drive is a, is a key feature, especially in Wisconsin. I mean, you can see over the snow banks on the corner. Right. Yeah. We, we live in an area where, uh, you know, we, we have some treacherous snowstorms and people mm-hmm. do got to get to and from work. They don't get the luxury of having those snow days like some of our kids do. So, yeah, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I know now that I've had an SUV, it's, it's hard for me, like my next car just to be a car. I think yeah. I even as a human, like I would just want SUV just for the room and just everything else about it. Same. Even I mean, like the honestly. small I like the smaller SUVs that are like the same 
like length as a car, but yeah. just off the ground a little Honestly. bit. Honestly, like Absolutely. I don't. It's hard for like me. I, I like my car, but I think that might be the last like car I ever buy Same because I want something off the ground. I think mm-hmm. something about it. It's just so much better in Absolutely. like all the ways. <laughs> definitely, definitely, yeah. yeah. Well. As, again, I look at that, Westy. Look how know, fast this goes. All we goes. talked about was work. We didn't oh, even get to your not get to work you. life. What do you do not work life? So uh, give us the plugs of Marquardt, where they find you, you where they find Marquardt, all the things. Well, hey, we're uh, right off exit 41, uh, right uh, across the street from Fleet Farm, uh, right down the road from Quick Trip, uh, right here in Menominee. Um, Monday through Saturday, we're open uh, late a couple nights. I mean, Walk on in, ask for Westy. Any one of our sales consultants can help out. Uh, we're all uh, sales professionals and we're here to make a great experience. And so look for Marquardt. We got a lot of great things coming up in the future here. Trunk or treat. We got a Humane Society a microchipping event coming up again. So, I mean, we're just progressing and uh, keep moving forward. So everyone at the dealership is there to help you. So, I mean, don't hesitate to stop in. Uh, we want to make a great experience. Sure. Great. Well, we end our show uh, with the same two questions as you would yeah, spill pre- the beans yeah, that you prepared. Prepped. You're like pre-prepared. You're prepared. Well, I listened. I told you I listened to a couple. I've listened <laughs> to a few of the podcasts. Uh, great, uh, great guests too. Uh, uh, I've learned a lot from uh, the guests that have been on as of late. And uh, so definitely a kudos to you guys too for what you do. Oh, thank, thank you. you. We appreciate that. Yeah, we just got interviewed. Yeah, this podcast that's right one of the questions they asked was like what what is the most fun thing or most surprising thing and we're like that people still listen to it (laughs) we're not just in a room doing it by ourselves yeah that's not and and assuming nobody listens yeah actually people do find a lot of value in it and talk to us about it all the time outside of this so um all right anyways our two questions i will start um what good food have you eaten lately Oh, good food lately. Uh, well, um, actually, uh, I just went out to the new Tanglewood uh, Golf Course here uh, a few have, weeks ago. have been hearing good Yeah, so. so I'm excited for Tanglewood. I can't lie. Uh, I was a huge, uh, huge supporter of the previous Chippewa Valley Golf Club out there. Um, probably one of the most amazing courses in the area. So I was really devastated when it went away. And I'm glad uh, they're re- uh, refurbishing that and bringing it back. But uh, the food's been amazing. I went out there uh, just on a Sunday afternoon, had uh, one of their fancy cocktail beverages, and mm-hmm. got some of the food. So definitely, uh, definitely go out there and check them out. Yes, that's What'd a good recommendation. Um, I ordered. What did I order that day? Um, jeez, now you caught me out. Because <laughs> I was there for a, a beverage more than anything, but. Uh, they had these, uh, I believe we got the, they had some rolls that we got. Ah, uh, that's, nope, that was not it. Though. Now you caught me. Uh, 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 food was great. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Thank God had great food. It, it I've seen a lot of people posting yeah, about it so on social I. media and it looks really, really good. Yeah, so bad. I need to get over there. Well, they change up the menu. It seems to be weekly. So they've always okay. had a little something oh, cool. different. Like that. So yeah, that's, that's nice. That was nice. All right, so you know my question. So I switched it. So it depends on when you listen to the last few episodes. But my question is: is uh, what's a movie that you've wa- that you love to watch that gives you some sort of emotional reaction? Uh, Braveheart. Ooh, there you go. I was just... every time. Yeah, yep. it was funny. I was just rewatching Game of Thrones the other night, and I was watching the Battle of the Bastards episode, and immediately I'm like, "Gosh, I don't even want to watch Braveheart." Braveheart was first thought. It's always been one of my favorite movies, and uh, and it only became even more favorite to me because I actually spent a week in Scotland oh, in sure. Edinburgh oh, cool. and uh, actually visited the Stirling Castle and uh, I actually looked out an archery hole 
and looked straight across where they actually had the battle and the, the William Wallace. And so just having that history and standing there in that uh, yeah, castle was cool. breathtaking. So cool. I bet. Yeah. Well, good choice. Pretty, yeah. That's great. Are I haven't you, watched Are you a history long. guy too? Are you into that kind of stuff? I am into history. Yeah, definitely. See, look at that. Um, a lot of people are. I'm just, just curious. <laughs> All right, close us out, Becca. See if I can remember how to do it this yeah. time. <laughs> Where can they find us, Becca? Yes, uh, you can find our show um, on Facebook and Instagram at the Manon Pod. Visit our website, themanonpod.com. Uh, subscribe to our show wherever you're currently listening to this. Uh, maybe even subscribe to our friends at Eau Claire Hometown Media, their feed. If you want to hear even more shows from the Chippewa Valley. Yeah. And our friends at the Chamber have the Chamber Chatter. That's yes, a great podcast. The Chamber Chatter. Give they, them a listen. They're, uh, yep, they're a little more business focused than we are. They're uh, interviewing a lot of professionals in the area, too. Um, but, yeah, until next time, we'll see you later. Okay.